Welcome to your go-to source for entertainment. Wait for it. Gaming? Wait for it. Anime? Plus Ultra! Mr. Eric Almighty and Phil the Filipino? Yeah, they've got you covered. And all you gotta do is wait for it. This is the Wait For It Podcast. What's up, everybody? I'm one of your co-hosts, Mr. Eric Almighty, and I'm here for a solo review of Star Wars Visions that recently hit Disney Plus at the end of September. And with a nice 15 to 20 minute runtime for each of its nine episodes, this anime meet Star Wars experiment has likely caught many viewers already. It kind of sells itself to people like me. It also likely isn't going to be of any interest to people like my co-host, Phil, who just casually watches both of the main appeals of this show. But what I would like to accomplish with this review, that will actually differ from our normal format of likes, dislikes, and giving you a score, is my desire to target those of you who may be an anime fan but not really into Star Wars, or maybe you're a huge Star Wars fan who has never been interested in trying out anime. Because while it may not be the perfect combination, it is a great one that leaves a very good impression overall. So, first things first, what is this show? The official description reads, Presenting all new creative takes on the galaxy far, far away, Star Wars Visions is a series of animated short films celebrating Star Wars through the lens of the world's best anime creators. The anthology collection will bring fantastic visions from several of the leading Japanese anime studios, offering a fresh and diversive cultural perspective to Star Wars. What is really cool about Visions are that no two shorts have the same visual aesthetic or tell the same story. It's also no secret about how much influence Japanese culture has had on Star Wars. And additionally, you can tell these stories were crafted as a love letter by actual Star Wars fans. These stories weren't required to stick to the established Star Wars timeline, and it's probably the riskiest move Disney has taken with the franchise since it acquired it. To put it in perspective, it's a vast difference from the Play It Safe Rise of Skywalker film that still has a really recent sting to it for Star Wars fans like myself. So for those reasons, rather than giving the overall show a grade, I'm going to shout out what each episode is about and whether or not it worked for me because my favorite episode could be your least favorite. But in saying that, I feel confident you will walk away loving at least a few by the time you get done with all nine. So to kick things off, episode one, called The Duel, follows a wandering stranger with a mysterious past, defending a village from powerful bandits. While taking them on, the truth is revealed about his past. Now this episode is a strong start, with very eye-catching animation styles an amazing samurai swordplay that really helps you buy into the earlier point about how much Japanese culture has influenced Star Wars, it's one of my favorite episodes of all nine. Episode 2, called Tatooine Rhapsody, has us tag along behind a band with big dreams who must save one of their bandmates after they are captured by Jabba the Hutt and Boba Fett. I like the effort behind a more wholesome, less lightsaber-driven showing, and Boba Fett is awesome in any form of media, but I probably can say this was my least favorite of the nine. Episode three, The Twins, is one that has gained a lot of popularity, and it follows twins that are born into the dark side who clash aboard a massive Star Destroyer, 
when one gains possession of a powerful weapon. This one is absolutely the type of episode that really shows how it can be a gateway between anime and Star Wars fans to cross over into each other's library of content. It pays it respect in many ways to the Star Wars theme, while also throwing in the right balance of how anime can take this franchise into new heights. It was an enjoyable viewing to say the least, though I'm not as enamored with it as everyone else is. Episode 4, The Village Bride, shows us a Jedi on the run who is summoned by an old ally to take in the unique customs of a remote village under threat by a warlord. Like the episode before it, this was also another great example of the crossover appeal, and I feel I really enjoyed it more than other people did. Episode 5, The Ninth Jedi, gives us a story of the daughter of a lightsaber smith who is pursued by dark forces while on a dangerous mission to deliver newly crafted lightsabers. This was by far my favorite episode, as much as I loved the first, because I really felt like the only thing missing was an opening song, an ending song, to let me know that there'll be more episodes to this specific story. Not that all the other stories aren't told well, but I could feel like if Disney even considers doing an actual season of one of these animes, this is the one that could possibly be done and even be considered canon. Episode 6, Toby, follows a cybernetic boy who dreams of being a Jedi, but discovers a dangerous truth about his creator that could ruin their peaceful existence. This one does what the second episode can't, because while it aims to be wholesome in ways, it also has great action and a cool lightsaber fight. But this didn't really help the cliche of anime being just an adult cartoon, though. In episode 7, The Elder, we're able to watch a Jedi and his Padawan track a dark presence to a small village on an Outer Rim planet, and they stumble upon a horrifying truth. This one in particular has its ups and downs, but I think it offered more ups than downs. It's a nice addition to the lineup, but it's not a standout. Episode 8, Lop and Ocho, shows us a family that is torn about what to do when the Empire encroaches on their planet, with one family member forced to choose sides. Like the fifth episode, this is also another strong contender for a story that could find life outside of Visions if Disney chooses to, if not only for the merchandise potential alone of our main character, the bunny girl, Lop. But its animation is also fantastic. And finally, episode 9, Akakiri follows a Jedi returning to his forbidden love to help defend her kingdom. Consumed by haunting visions, the Jedi discovers that his destiny may not be what he expected. This is a pretty dark ending to your viewing experience, so this is a good time to tell you that you do not have to watch them in any particular order. That broadens the appeal. But with that being said, this episode does a fine job of securing its place in the pecking order, and it's still worth your time. Star Wars Visions is a fantastic start to what could be an amazing partnership between two communities. On one hand, you have Star Wars fans begging for something new, fresh, and different. And on the other, you have anime fans who are always looking for the next amazing story hidden away in the mountains of both great and trash anime shows. For those of us in the middle, this was such a joy to watch and experience, and it has been something we have wanted for a long time. While the subtitle viewing experience could be enhanced for sure, Disney went out of its way to get big names like David Harbour, Alison Brie, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Neil Patrick Harris, and more to dub it in English for the more casual viewers. You made it to the end of this episode for a reason, so you either really like me, and I am flattered, or I gripped your interest enough for you to keep listening, and you're at least slightly convinced. 
So my recommendation, look at the artwork for each episode, pick two of them that seem the most appealing to you and press play. 30 minutes-ish of your time and you'll know whether or not you would like to continue and I feel pretty confident you will. And with all that being said, you did make it to the end of our episode. And if you're looking for more content to binge, we got you covered with a ton of great previous episodes and a bunch of reviews for the month of October. You can find us wherever you're streaming your favorite podcast. That includes Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Pandora, and many, many more platforms. We also post clips of our content and our upcoming episodes on our social medias. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Podcast, on Twitter at Pod. And my name is Mr. Eric Almighty. Please don't forget, we release new episodes every Monday and Wednesday. And all you have to do is wait for it. So, I heard you're looking for a go-to source for entertainment. Wait for it? Gaming? Wait for it? Anime? Plus Ultra! Mr. Eric Almighty and Phil the Filipino? Yeah, they've got you covered. And all you gotta do is wait for it. This is the Wait For It Podcast.